as I just finished recording, it was announced that the spoilers for the SmackDown taping that due to Liv Morgan's injuries, the women's championships, tag team championships have been vacated. So I just want to say that during the open. I know what I said during the show. I literally just stopped recording. Now I was like, oh, let me just put this in really fast. So there you go. Enjoy the show, guys. Anytime we around, it go down. We major. Anytime we around, it go down. Down and down and down again oh. I got so high left my frown in the wind oh. Hard I tried never try it again Cause these niggas is lying again oh. Oh. I'm a black lion I roll like a tire Girl in my dreams I don't sleep I don't oh, find her shit. If they sleep and they need a reminder This is for niggas who think we minor What's up everybody welcome to the show I see things a little differently I'm the slow chemical this is your Monday show And uh Welcome guys Excited to be back in the swing of things We have Monday show Wednesday show we have a couple Wednesday shows lined up in a row for you guys again, all loaded up and ready to go, recorded. Um, good to be back in the swing of things. It's uh, it was good. I thought I was gonna take a hiatus and like everything that I thought I was gonna have to do, I was wrong about. <laughs> I was like, wow, cool, you know, like it just just feels different, you know. Um, but I do want to give a program note. So essentially, next week, we are going to have a regular Monday show. Um, I will not be talking about Double or Nothing on that show, because Double or Nothing is happening on this, the 28th, which is that Sunday. Uh, which well, so Two weeks from now, excuse me. Oh, wow. Uh, well, two weeks from now, excuse me. I won't be talking about Double or Nothing on that Monday show. What I'm going to do is ha- do a little side show of my own. Um course it's my own it's my show but i do a little side show dedicated to double or nothing that'll probably drop on wednesday or thursday of that week probably thursday um i'll let you guys know more when, when the time comes um that new opportunity i have i actually started this as you're listening to us i will be starting it on monday but my first two weeks will be the schedule will be pretty freaking weird so um i do have so it will be a bit difficult to uh check it out but um and be able to keep my sanity <laughs> but it, we will talk about we will get to it just won't be on that monday show we'll just we're maybe that review dynamite because i just won't i'll probably review nah, i won't review Dynamite. i'm not gonna lie um i'll probably just review that show and then talk about news and notes and stuff like that but anyways uh welcome to the show two things to start with before we get to the show uh, two deaths, um, one wrestling related, one not wrestling related. Uh, let's start off with Mr. Jim Brown, NFL Hall of Famer, NFL MVP, NFL World Champion. Um, known as a, known as a football player to some people, known as an activist to some, uh, known as just one of the greatest players of all time. This guy had nine seasons where he led the league in rushing eight out of nine times. And NFL MVP, like he is known for those things. He's also known for his activism and and just supportive, understand. You could say African Americans, but he was in support of all people. And uh, I don't, to my knowledge, I don't think he has any wrestling ties. I know he's been to a couple wrestling shows, but honestly, he just—I I wanted to give uh, my condolences to his family and to everyone lives he affected because he touched a lot of people's lives. Even if he didn't directly touch them, he definitely helped in so many ways. Uh, just being a leader. And uh, rest in peace to him and my condolences to his family. The wrestling death. 
uh, as you guys probably know by now, superstar Billy Graham, rest in peace. He was the first, uh, I, th- I think he would have to be credited with being the first ever sports entertainer. This guy was a body guy, and this guy was a promo guy. This guy was all the flash when there wasn't that, when that wasn't really a thing. Um, he started off as a wrestler in the 60s with Stu Hart's Stampede promotion. Let me say something about Stu Hart's Stampede promotion. We're just, we honestly have not even scraped, even with all the wrestling deaths we get a lot of times, we have not scrapped the surface of the influence that that promotion had on the industry. And I didn't even know until I started researching Billy Graham after his passing. I did not even know. Swig of water there, excuse me. Um, I did not even know he was a part of the pro. That's that's how he broke into the industry. Um, we cannot ignore some of the ignorant things he said over the last several years. He's that's a part of his legacy. He 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 was one of those guys that fit perfectly with the saying: "If you're in the castle pissing out, it's great. But if you're outside the castle, you're pissing in. You're annoying." Like he. When WWE was taking care of him, he never said anything bad. When he felt he wasn't being taken care of, um, that's how it was. Um, but we were not ignoring those things. I'm just, look here, I would do it for anybody. But yeah, no, he's made some ignorant ass fucking comments. Let's not, let's not ignore that. Um, he actually got the superstar moniker from working in the AWA. Um, that's another thing. Think about, think about the influence AWA had. AWA started Hulkamania. It wasn't WWE. AWA gave superstar Billy Graham his mantra. Like, those two promotions, AWA and uh, Stampede, just so important to the wrestling history. So important. Um, in 1977, he won the WWF Championship. Uh, then he lost it to Bob Backlund in 79. After that, he, he, he went to commentary. He... Actually, was the one on the call when the Ultimate Word defeated the Honky Tonk Man and ended Honky Tonk Man's legendary Intercontinental Championship streak, which is going to be put to an end this year, it looks like. Um, but that was Superstar Billy Graham on the call. Uh, he was when, uh, go back and listen to it. It was Superstar on the call when Honky Tonk was like, bring anyone out here, I'll fight anyone. He's like, hey, I don't think he wants that, brother. Like, that was Superstar Billy Graham on the call there. Um, as far as classic matches go, I don't think he had any classic matches. He just, this he was the definition of sports entertainer. This guy was cut promos. Um, he he was the ultimate showman. I can't think of any classic matches he had though. From being, but if we're being honest, though, let's just clear this up. I don't know how many air quotes. No air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes. Classic matches a lot of those guys had, um, but a lot of them were groundbreakers in the, in the effect that. They were influences. They look at Triple H's look in the, in 2003. That was off of Billy Graham's look. Hulk Hogan's look, completely a ripoff of Billy Graham. Um, it's just one of those things where that's how important he was in the industry. Um, after 79, honestly, his career started going down. But he had, he's had healthy health issues just like for as long as you guys have probably known him. He's had health issues since the 80s. Because of all of his steroid use and, and all the bumps he took and stuff. Um, so he's been beat up a long, long time. Like, he's been going through this for many, many years. And actually, his wife, when uh, the doctors wanted to take him off of um, oxygen, uh, she refused. And then finally, it was like, they told her it was no, he was gone. 
and um, that's when she decided to end it. But um, he went to the WWE Hall of Fame in 2004. Triple H did induct him into the WWE Hall of Fame, um, which I'm sure he loved. Um, for a while, their WWE were paying him. that He was just on the payroll. Um, and then when they took him off, he was very mad about it. But look, you can't feed everybody all the time. Like They, they were paying Eddie Guerrero's wife, Vicky, for a number of years. And then when the recession hit, they said, well, we need to, if we're going to pay her, we need to have her on payroll. And so he did. And we need to have Ron Murrow when she did. So, um, rest in peace to Billy Graham. Like, like again, he was the first sports entertainer. I don't think anyone, anyone could deny that or would deny that, um, despite some of the things he has said in the, the recent, more recent years. Um, he was a legend and Hall of Famer. So, rest in peace, condolences to those two gentlemen and uh, Godspeed. All right, let's start with, huh. let's start with Raw. We had Cody accepting the challenge of Brock Lesnar tonight, champions. I'm not looking forward to that match. I am actually looking forward to that tag team championship main event match and the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match. Those two matches I'm looking forward to. Everything else on this card, I think, uh, looks wackamundo, honestly. I don't, Asuka and Bianca are a great match, but Bianca's going to win. Um, so I have no interest in watching that shit again. I, what else is going to happen? Like everything else I just have no interest in, but look here, if this keeps Cody at top, at the top, that's all. And then that's what I'm happy for. Cause I'm, I'm still hoping I'm still <sighs> sniffing the hopium that Cody will be, will be the guy to beat Co- uh, Roman Reigns. I'm still hoping so. And so. We'll go from there. But Cody Dix of the challenge of Brock Lesnar. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler returned and attacked Raquel. Liv is actually hurt. So a tag team championship match that was supposed to happen on Raw did not happen. We do not know when it's going to happen. I don't think this is a serious injury to keep Liv out for uh, for longer than whatever because I'm sure they would have already stripped him of the tag team championships. Even though there's now two sets of women tag team championships on the main roster. Weird. Um, But Ronda Rousey came in. Essentially drop kicking Liv and falling. That was one way to make your return, I'll tell you that. But here's the thing also. You can tell those tag team championships are being primed to go to Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey and Shannon Baszler. So the judgment day defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So I'll have to assume once Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defeat the bloodline at Night of Champions, that'll put Judgment Day as number one contenders. Um, the, the former Judgment Day that was, it was Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Paul Heyman was making deals with everybody. He had a, a, a sticker on his phone that said visitor. He was on the phone with, air quotes, I'm doing air quotes, you can see me doing air quotes, with um, Roman Reigns all night and made a deal with Imperium, made a deal with Judgment Day, and that's what ended up happening was these sad teams ganged up against Owens and Zayn. So there we go. Ali won a battle royal to become the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. As I just said, Honky Tonk's man rec- Honky Tonk's man rec- Honky Tonk man's record is uh, no longer safe as Gunther is coming for that title. And I believe September 9th of this year, he will break that record. That record will be broken. The one thing Honky Tonk man has lived on for forever. It will now be officially gone. He will be number two in that category. That was the parts of him from Raw that I enjoyed. 
the news and let's get to news and notes. As the WB Upfronts collision was officially announced for June seventeenth, the date of that is Saturday, obviously, but it's not official where it's going to be. They're going to announce it this week. They've announced the next like four collisions after that. All of them are in Canada except for one, which I think is in New Jersey. Um, so they're going hard on the Canada market in June. Um, so that should be interesting. AEW All Access has is moving to Max. That's HBO Max, but it's going to be called Max uh, streaming service on June 9th. So that's the first time we're actually seeing um, AEW product on streaming service. And I think I, I was just told as well, Rose to the Top um, It's on Max as well. I mean, it was going to get season two, but you know, Cody's no longer with the company. Um, but this is this is, this is a good sign for AEW. Uh, Ross and Marshall Von Erich are now free agents. Per Dave Meltzer, per Fightful, there will be brand split in AEW between the two shows. And I wanted to mention this because someone asked me specifically. Now that we're getting a brand split in AEW during the struggle war, do we need more titles? Absolutely fucking not. Here's why. And the guy asked me why. I said, listen to the show. I'll tell you why. Here's why we do not need a brand split. Because, think about this. Give it a second. Think about it. Because AEW has so many working relationships with other promotions, we've seen Tay, Sammy Hole, AAA Tag Team Championships. Currently, Kenny Omega is the United States Champion of of New Japan. We've seen... uh, Kenny Omega hold the AAA Mega Heavyweight Championship. We can we don't need to keep adding championships when these guys are already champions in other promotions. There's no need, plus it's already too many titles. You have the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. I know it's, I know they're treating it as a separate brand, which technically ROH is. There's too much crossover for me to say that because you constantly have the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion on Dynamite and the Ring of Honor. So you have the Ring of Honor World Champion, the TV Champion, the the Six Man Championships, the ROH Women Championship. You have then the Women's Championship for AEW, the, 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 the TBS Championship, the International Championship, the AEW World Heavyweight Championship, the TNT Championship, the, the uh, Trios Championships. It can go on and on. That's 10 champions right there. You do not need more champions, especially when the champions are going to be the ones that are moving between brands anyway. This brand split is strictly for CM Punk and the Elite. That's why you're going to see Powerhouse Hobbs heavily featured on um, Collision because apparently Punk acts for that. Uh, FTR, of course, they will be on uh, the, uh, the, the Collision show. Um, but they are champions. They're going to be flowing back and forth as well. Um, so we're, we're going to see a lot of these things. But, um, yeah, we do not need more AEW championships. There's already too many as is. But that's my explanation for that. Uh, so, and, and I want to make this clear. I am not one of those people who said we needed to have a new world heavyweight champion. I was saying for the last year, for fuck's sakes, go back and listen to all the shows. Why are we unifying the championships? The unification stipulations never stick. When they did it and they gave the unification to Randy Orton, they split the championships because you get because guess what? Unit putting the championships on a part timer 
and then there's no champion. Just saying. I've been saying it for over a year. I will not stop fucking saying it, by the way. Dark Side of the Ring. Now, this schedule has been disputed by one of the producers. But here's the rumored, I'm doing air quotes again, schedule for Dark Side of the Ring this year. May 30th, season four premiere. Chris Candido and Sonny. June 6th, Magnum TA. June 13th, Adrian Adonis. June 20th, Doink the Clown. I'm assuming that's a Matt Bourne version of Doink the Clown. Otherwise, I don't know how much they're going to get from the second Doink. I don't know the guy's name. No disrespect, but he was not dramatic. He was just a good worker. Um, June 27th, Junkyard Dog. July 4th, Marty Jannetty. What a way to ring in America's birthday of <laughs> freedom is by talking about Marty fucking Jannetty if this is real. Um, July 11th, Bam Bam Bigelow. July 18th, Abdullah the Butcher. July 25th, WCW, Bash at the Beach. August 1st, the entire Grand Family. And I do think that one will be interesting because outside of the Von Erics, the Grand Family is the, probably the second most tr- tragic family in wrestling history. Um, but the one I'm actually looking forward to the most. I want to, I, I, I'm, I'm interested in doing the clown. Marge Knight is just going to be weird. Because he's a weird person. And that's not drugs. That's just who he is. But that's the rumored lineup. Doing air quotes again. But once again, the producers have disputed that. So go with that if you want to. But that's the one that's currently out right now. WrestleNomics is reporting that Vince McMahon, as part of the sale to Endeavor, will remain chairman, vice chairman of the board, until death, resignation, or incapacity. Wow. What a stipulation to fucking put in the contract there. Um, Not surprised, though. AEW Dynamite. Christian and Luchasaurus lay out Warlow. Warlow then makes a challenge for Devil or Nothing. It's Christian versus Warlow. TNT Championship ladder match. Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy defeated the firm. The Blackpool Combat Club laid out the Young Bucks as the Young Bucks were arriving to the stadium. Sammy Guevara beat a jobber in like 10 seconds. It was, this was just a way to promote Devil or Nothing's main event. FTR gets laid out by Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, Sagnum Singh, and the debuting Karen Jarrett. Sheeta and Britt Baker lose as Tony Storm and uh, Ruby Soho. Jamie Hayter was replaced due to injury, and now the challenge has been laid down and it's official. Tony Storm... Jamie Hayter, Women's Championship, Double or Nothing. This has been an underwhelming title reign, mainly because I don't understand, and I'm going to be one of those fans right now. I'm going to be completely one of those fans. I don't care what you guys say. I don't understand this outcast versus Britt Baker and uh, and uh, Jamie Hayter and Sheeta thing. I don't understand it. Is this... Was, uh, because this is not going to be the Blood and Guts match. The Blood and Guts match is going to clearly be the elite and fucking uh, Blackpool Combat Club. But I don't fully understand um, this whole feud. It was random, came out of nowhere. I don't care. It's so dry. It's so fucking dry. I don't get it. I really don't. I, I just don't have any interest in it, I guess. There will be a battle royal for the international championship. They're calling it a blackjack. Battle Royal, 21 men will be in it. 
including Orange Cassidy, who defended in the battle row. I mean, he's won 20 fucking straight matches for this international championship. I, if you want him to lose a title without being pinned, this is the best way. Um, I actually see a title change in that. I don't know who, because we don't know who's going to be in it. But, like, I, there's, I don't see him winning that thing. There's a reason they're doing a battle royal, and that's so he doesn't get pinned. Chris Jericho versus Roddy Strong was a really good uh, all-over-the-place match. Roddy Strong got the win. I was surprised he got the win. Um, it, it worked out, though, because Jericho Appreciation Society were banned from uh, the building. So was Adam Cole, but they went outside the building. Adam Cole was waiting. Adam Cole laid out Jericho, caused Roddy to get the pin. Obviously, this, is, this match is not official for Devil or Nothing, but this is the match they're going with is Jericho versus Adam Cole. Roosh versus Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy got the pin via roll-up and hold, holding the tights. Roosh took 98% of this match. He beat the shit out of Jungle Boy. Um, and I, I, It kind of confused me because I thought it was going to be a showcase for Jungle Boy going into his main event. But no, this is a showcase for Roosh. And he put it on Jungle Boy. Sammy Guevara and Darby make the save. Sammy's officially a face now. Like, that's just what it is. Jay White defeated Ricky Starks by disqualification of the Ricky Starks. Took a chair that was introduced by the Bullet Club Gold members and nailed Jay White with it. This was a fun matchup until that point. And it's rare we see a DQ, so you might not like it, but it's, it's so rare we see it in, in, in AEW. I, I can't be, I can't be fucking furious about that. I just can't. SmackDown, the only thing that interested me, they did two shows in one night, because remember, next week will be um, the Saudi show, Night of Champions. So, only thing I'm talking about tonight is, I thought the Bloodline getting into was great. The one thing that when Roman Reigns was walking out, he bumped Solo Sokoa, he looked at Solo, and he just like, he was so annoyed he walked away. They, they are unraveling. And I would have to imagine that the Usos are going to be the ones who cost... Reigns and Solo the championship match, and it's, it's rumored that the main event for SummerSlam will be Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns versus the Usos. I can see that, but Reigns needs to lose those titles before then, though. That needs to happen before, because supposedly, air quotes again, Reigns is taking an extended time off at the end of SummerSlam, so he needs to lose those belts before then, though. Um, back to Dynamite. I completely fucked that up my, in my notes. Apologies, guys. Uh, Don Cows did not get to explain much as the Blackpool Combat Club came out to beat up Kenny Omega. And then the return of Hangman Adam Page and the return of The Elite. Probably the, someone said the best story in AEW history so far. One of them, excuse me. Uh, if not the best, some people, where you had the coming together of The Elite the falling apart and Hangman being separated, separated just to come back and be the one to dethrone Kenny Omega, to now them coming back together to face a uh, a uh, a a common enemy, and then on top of that, they are bringing back Anarchy in the Arena, the Elite and Blackpool Combat. That's gonna be a crazy fucking match. Last, if it's anything like last year's, it will it will be fucking fun to watch. I can't wait for it. Apologies, that was completely off. I missed, completely missed, messed my notes up. And the last bit of news and notes before we get out of here <laughs> is Abaddon did make a return on the final AEW Dark, so good for them. They need to pack that women's uh, 
roster as much as possible. Also, Ace Steel has been rehired. I know there was some rumors about Punk having a falling out with AEW, and uh, apparently he apparently it's about him being at TV tapings. Look here, if this guy is truly biting people, he probably should not be there. Um, but look here, it sounds like he's rehired. It sounds like Punk is gonna get everything he wants. Um, I don't know if Tony Khan's getting everything he wants out of this, but um, I would not be surprised that once if, if once Punk's contract is over, he does not get resigned. I would not be surprised at the, about this at all. It's just all this sounds like a fucking headache. Um, AEW Fight Forever reportedly will finally be released June twenty seventh, two days after Forbidden Door. Um, if that's the case, supposedly it's gonna be announced this week. If it's truly going to be announced this week, I'll actually go put my money down at GameStop tomorrow or whenever it's gonna be announced. Um, I will definitely put my money down on that because. I'm looking forward to that game. It looks like it's just going to be an arcade melee of a, of, of a game, which I'm okay with. Um, but I want to support it. But I, it's just delay after delay. This, I just I don't get it. So, Last bit of news and notes. Drew McIntyre and WWE currently are on different sides when it comes to the creative aspect of things. So it seems like he's healthy and ready to go. Seems like it's not him holding out. It seems like they're just... WWE has an idea for what they want him to do, and he has an idea for what he wants to do. And, I, and there was something that was reported by Sean Rossap that they want Drew McIntyre to turn heel, and Drew is not keen on turning heel at the moment. So I can I can get that. I remember when CM Punk had this interview with Coca Bana, and he said that the one thing that sucked about turning heel was he was going to lose a lot of checks from the merchandise, and I'm sure it's a big part of it, but also. You're so limited sometimes when you go heel, and if you don't want to do it and your heart has to be into it, that is just not going to be a good sign. So, I can understand that. And finally, Seth Rollins. Pictures were shown uh, this week of him, his new role in Captain America New World Order. Um, He has a role in it, so he will miss this week's Raw, and he will be heading straight to uh, Saudi Arabia. To win the World Heavyweight Championship. So, um, anyways, that's your show for this week. I'm super excited. We have a show this week on Wednesday, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. It is the review of Titans as I watched the final season. I have my final takeaway of it. Um, so, listen to that and hear, hear, hear what uh, I think about it. So, that is your show. This is the Monday show. I'm Slow Chemical. We are out.